You're tuned into Let's Talk Life XM with Shante Gamble on Mixed Talk Radio. The most chill internet radio station in Houston. Hey, y'all, we are on the final conversation of the topic, the caterpillar race with the butterfly results. Now, I am shooketh at how in alignment all of the conversations have been on this topic. So thank you guys for tuning in. I have a brand new guest in the studio. I'm so excited to have her here and let her introduce herself. Welcome. Hey, y'all. Welcome. My name is Colette Connor. I'm the author of Been There, Done That, Keeping Your Sanity While Single Parenting. And I'm also a speaker. And I help empower, inspire, and encourage single moms to utilize their gifts and their talents for success. Now, tell us, what is the inspiration behind writing your book, Been There, Done That? Well, the inspiration is that I found myself having to raise three sons on my own. And so when I say been there, done that, keeping your sanity while single parenting. So if you're in a stage where you're a single parent, have you ever been a single parent? You know what I'm talking about. Now, what was your favorite part of that book? Uh, I loved all of it because it was inspiration you know it was it was divine on uh, each chapter but one of the chapters that really stood out to me was the juggling act and again if you are a single parent or ever been a single parent you know exactly what I'm talking about you juggle schedules you juggle emotions you even juggle children and so that's one of the the chapters that that I really love the most now, it takes a lot of balance to be able to juggle. Now, my transparency moment was I was a young mother, right? People were like, how old were you? Were you young, young, young? I was like, no, I just look that young. But no, I was a young mother. And here I was trying to cook dinner and give him a bath. While I'm trying to attend to him, I got dinner on the stove and I... This is the only time in my life that I've ever blown up dinner. So I blew up a pan of lasagna I le- <laughs> when I took it out <laughs> to hurry up and go get him, put him in the bath. I sat on top of a burner and I did not know that that burner was still on until wow. that glass dish broke. It busts y'all. That's you got to. <laughs> It takes skill to juggle, and you got to know when and how to juggle. Sometimes juggling, you know, if you don't keep a, you know, a lid on it, it can get out of control, like my blown-up lasagna. <laughs> but, yeah, I definitely can testify. Now, when I brought the topic to you, what was the first thing that came to your mind? Man, when I saw that topic, uh, the caterpillar race and the butterfly results, it just it leaped in me. You know, I, I haven't had that leaping since when I started to write been there, done that, keeping your sanity while single parenting. I, I showed a friend of mine, I sent five pages. And I said, I'm writing this book. And, you know, what you think about these five pages? And when she, what she wrote back to me, it made my spirit just leap. It made it leap because I know, you know, she was leaping from what she was telling me. And so that gave, that gave me the inspiration and empowered me to complete the book. So what I would say is get around people that's going to make your spirit leap. Now, when is the time in your life when you made a conscious decision that you were not going to quit? Oh, man, so many times, just recently so many times. But since we're talking single parenthood and talking about the caterpillar race, um, getting butterfly results, I would say when I first found out that, you know what, 
I'm going to be a single parent and I have to raise these three kids and how do I want to raise them and how I'm going to raise them. And so I decided that I would not quit on them because sometimes we can go through the motion and still in our spirit and mentally we quit. And I decided mentally and emotionally that I'm not going to quit, that they were worth it. I was worth it. And so I'm so glad that during that caterpillar stage, you know, as was going through the processes and moving through the process of raising kids from, you know, they from uh, newborn to uh, to toddlers to elementary to middle school on to high because my kids are grown now they're grown grown now when you say grown what is the age of grown because you saying grown grown absolutely my baby (laughs) is 27 and then I have a 30 and 31 this year that is amazing, y'all. It's a lot of black girl magic going on in here today. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, if we stepped out here and talk about we got 20-year-old kids, 30-year-old kids, nobody would ever believe mm-hmm. it. But I understand being a single parent, that was one thing that I definitely learned. Uh, unconditional love and go through that process. See, one word that keeps, you know, popping up in every conversation is process. And that's why it's called the caterpillar race, because sometimes things go slow in the beginning. I mean, any topic we can think of, whether it's parenting or if you're going back to school, if you're starting a new career, a new relationship, a lot of times it will start slow. And then as you learn and grow, you start to pick up momentum and things start to go faster. And I don't necessarily know if things are going faster or it's because you have more awareness of what level you're on. Right. When we can master a certain level, things that took us 30 minutes takes us five things that took us 10 days take us three days. Now, for you, how important is unconditional love when it comes to raising kids? Man, unconditional love is everything. It's everything. Because guess what? Nobody is perfect. And those kids, they're not <laughs> they're not going to be perfect. And so, you know, you can't go around expecting them not to ever make a mistake. So unconditional love, allowing them, since we're talking about the caterpillar race, it, it deals with patience. You know, it deals with patience. And so you have to have that patience to work through the kinks, to work through the, you know, how, go through the process to have that patience because in patience there is a process and in the process there are lessons and in the lessons character is built y'all i you know what i'm gonna find these buttons one day let's see where they at that's a good one y'all i i found the button y'all finally found it but i had to give you a round of applause on that because you broke that down so eloquently that is that is really life in and of itself there is there is a a gift in everything we experience even if that that experience is not as pleasant or comfortable as we want to be if the process is it feels unfamiliar because a lot of times we'll go through a process and feel like we're lost or we may even feel stuck but we're not lost we're just in a new territory we're in a new environment on a new level And we're not stuck. We might be bound by the limitations of our reality at the current moment, but that's where hope comes in at. That's where patience comes in at. Now for you, how have you really dug into the power that patience can bring you? Wow. Patience, the process, the, the, the character, the lessons I dug into it because I had to 
pivot to the power. And I know we hear that a lot. We're in that season of pivoting, um, pivoting, pivoting and everything, but pivoting to the power, tapping in to what God had already put into me and, and opening myself up. Because a lot of us, because of what we have went through, we want to close, stay closed in. But opening myself up to share, you know, with others on how I got through it and how to overcome any obstacles in life. I love that you said opening myself up. Y'all, y'all know me. I'm over here taking notes. I love that because sometimes disappointment will make us shut down unintentionally. And I like, I want to go back to what you said way long time ago. I like that you said that mentally I made a decision to not give up. We can go through the motions and we can even convince ourselves for a short time. Cause I always say there is one person you can't lie to and it's you. And I don't care how hard you try to lie to yourself. You're not going to believe it. And then you wonder why am I so frustrated? Why am I so sad? What is this thing I can't shake? It's probably because you lie to yourself in certain areas. And and let me just say this, lying to yourself doesn't always have to be negative self-talk. You could be lying to yourself saying, you know what, you're good, but you're not great. I mean, who would ever say, you know, anything is wrong with calling yourself good. All right. But a lot of you just haven't tapped in. That's another thing that I was going to be writing here. You said I hadn't tapped in. It was just about tapping in. And you'd be surprised if we tapped in. I'm, I'm talking about like tapping in, like really, like breaking the, le- the, the the top layer, get into like my grandmother would say the root of whatever it is where, you know, whatever desire we have, whatever promise we're holding on to, whatever hope we feel like is fleeting. If we really tapped into that, we would see that there is so much power there. There is so much greatness there. And y'all, we're going to take a break here. We're going to drop the mic and y'all enjoy the songs coming up. You're listening to MixTalkMedia.org. You're tuned into Let's Talk Life XL with Shante Gamble on Mixed Talk Radio, the most chill internet radio station in Houston. Oh, 
We're going to jump right back in. And now, before the break, we were talking about tapping in. Now, tell us about a time where you had to tap in to your own greatness. There were many times I had to tap into my own greatness. Um, One of it was, uh, again, raising kids, but also raising him after they got older, looking around and saying, okay, you know, my mom, I've raised kids, but there's more. You know, the Bible talks about the Lord said there's more required of you. And so there was more. And I knew that uh, writing was something that ran in our family. My grandmother wrote, my auntie wrote, they wrote plays for the church, things like that. Nobody ever got published, right? Uh, my grandmother, I think the last play she wrote uh, was sold out at the church. Awesome play, but nobody ever really published anything. And so I had to tap within me and say, oh, I see all of this greatness in our family when it comes time to writing. So how can I take it to the next level? You know, and I know some people may have 10 books, 12 books. Well, in our family, nobody at that time had published that I knew of. And so I decided to, to write and to become published, you know, so whether I was uh, on another project with being a co-publisher or publishing my own book, I had to tap within me, uh, tap deep within me, the things that God had already put there and tap within me so I can pull those things out to share them with someone else that it may help down the line who could be at that time a single mom or somebody that just wanted to give up. And you don't really have to be a single mom with the principles, you know, that uh, were in the book, but you can look at it and say, you know what, there is hope. You know what, I can overcome this obstacle. You know what, I can do that. You know, I may be uh, moving like a caterpillar at the moment. I may be in that process, but guess what? I'm going to get to that butterfly status eventually. You know, whatever that looked like, whatever God gave me, and whatever that looked like to him, that is what I'm going to get to. Man, I almost got up and just ran out of here. <laughs> now, you said something that was very instrumental. Y'all, I don't know if y'all heard it, but I'm going to repeat it. You said that whatever that looks like to him. Now, <laughs> now I know, I know I'm not the only one because I'd be like, Lord, do you see this? 
the way I'm seeing it. And I know he was like, no, by no way do I see things the way you see things. So it is very, to me, it just stuck out when you said that. I was like, whoa, that is deep. Because we have to make sure that what we see for our future matches what he sees for our future. Because he said his ways are not our ways. And man, when I tell y'all, when I got to that scripture, I was like, well, God dog it. <laughs> now for you, now how how has it been, you know, just being on board with what he sees for you versus what you see for you? Man, you know what? I didn't come to preach. <laughs> I didn't, y'all. Well, you better come on with Let it then. Let me tell you what you just said, because I recently was reading over, you know, that scripture that we love to use, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans. We'll quote that real quick that I have for you. Plans that are not evil, but of good. You know, plans of an expected end. We shout that, right? But let me tell you, if you read over, before you get there two chapters over, you would understand why he said that. <laughs> you would understand why he said that. And he said that because there was a, 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 a prophet, a prophet that prophet a prophet y'all. <laughs> well, hold on. Okay, I'm sorry. I... Y'all, I just had a moment with prophet lie, but I'm gonna let I'm gonna, I'm gonna back up, y'all. I'm going back on mute. Oh yeah, he prophet lied, and and hopefully I'm pronouncing his name right, Hananiah. And God had already proclaimed what was gonna happen. He already said that you know what Israel, because of what y'all done, you know how the Israelis was like, like kind of like we are. And he said because of what you done, you're gonna go into captivity with the Babylonians for seventy years. And so he had already told you know his prophet. Jeremiah, who was the real prophet, Jeremiah had to come back. And the Lord said, Jeremiah, go back and tell him what I told you, that because he prophesied to the peoples, because he did that, then guess what? Now you're going to have an iron yoke. Instead of that wood yoke, you know, that he took off your neck, now, you know, all the nations, now you're going to have an iron yoke. And so that's the reason when it got to Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, he says, you know, my plans for you. He had to reassure them that no matter what it looked like, you may feel like you're in captivity. You may actually be in captivity, but here's what I want you to do. I want you to continue, you know, moving forward. I don't want you to go ahead and have children. I want you to go ahead and get houses. Just know that I am with you. So if I am with you, guess what? My plans are never evil for you. They are of good. I'm to bring you to an expected end. So no matter what it looked like in 2020, no matter what you went through in 2021, no matter what you go through may go through in 2022 2023 it doesn't matter know that my plans for you is for you to move forward through it so that's where that scripture came from I love it and you you really have to do that with every promise in the Bible you know and and it's just it mimics life really it does because what he's saying is um and this is y'all this is another moment where things have come in true alignment we were just talking last week about this this particular thing if he were to tell us sometimes what was up ahead we would not go that way if we really saw things the way he saw things or sees things we would we would turn a blind eye quick hot fast yes. in a minute we would be like uh i know that you know that i am equipped for this but i feel like 
and insert whatever you feeling. (laughs) I'm feeling in my feelings. I'm feeling I'm for sure about this or I don't have enough facts or I don't have enough followers. I don't have enough friends. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a husband. I don't have a Mm -hmm. wife. I mean, you could fill in the blank with anything at this point. But he's already telling you, like, yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to be rough. And you're going to make it because of this. And because of this, when you get there, it'll be more than what you even expected. Y'all, I couldn't find my keys. Who loses the keys in the house? Who loses the keys (laughs) in the house? You know how defeated I felt. And I was, y'all, I hardly ever lose things. And sometimes when I lose something, I'll not, I'll not worry about it. And it'll, it'll find me. Mm-hmm. But these keys were not finding me. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, these keys was not finding me. I was like, how do you explain this? There are no drugs involved. There's no liquor involved. Like, how do you explain? Can you come pick me up? Cause I need to go get a new set of keys. Where are your keys? somewhere in the house (laughs) so anyway my whole point of telling you guys this was while I was looking for my keys I found some money yeah now it wasn't a a lot you know a couple bucks but I was like I was pleasantly surprised and it made me think it wasn't about the keys at the moment it wasn't about the amount of the money it was the fact that I had lost something I was looking for I was doing my part I was remaining calm And while in the process of finding my keys, because I found them, y'all, I found something I wasn't expecting that was going to help me later on down the line. And that's how it is when you when you're in your own caterpillar race. And I like that you say some of you guys are actually in bondage. You're in uh, marriages or relationships that are unsafe. Try and find a safe way out. You know, you're in a job where your mental health is at risk. Try your best to, you know, find another solution, find another means for your income, you know, and sometimes we're just stuck in our own minds, in our own way, not necessarily because we're stuck literally, but because we're stuck emotionally or mentally or even sometimes physically, you might not be able to move around. So with that, we're going to drop the mic, y'all. Y'all enjoy the next few songs coming up. We'll be right back. Feel the same 
Now, I like what you said. You know, we were talking about the power of patience and you were saying that you didn't you didn't find out all those things about yourself until you took time to tap in. Now, as you were tapping in, right, and you were finding out all these different things for you about you that you would be heading to or heading through, how did you feed the positive to keep you, you know, engaged along the journey? Wow. How did I feed the positive? The positive. I tried to make sure I'm, I was around majority of the time positive people. And I say majority of the time because we all have some family, right? I'm not <laughs> touching that one. We do, though. You know, we, we do. Yeah, so, we do. you know, so majority, you know, the time I made sure that I was around uh, positive minds, positive people that were thinking forward, forward thinking people, right? Not necessarily someone that was in a certain status or anything like that, but just forward thinking people. And let me tell you, as a single mom, how did I stay positive? You know, uh, I'm going to say the word of God was number one, because there's a lot of promises and affirmations that come from God, you know, like the one we were talking about 2911. <laughs> Y'all go back two chapters, though. Go yeah, back. Go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go back to chapters. And so there's a lot, you know, that the Bible has to offer you as far as your mental health. And so when I look at it staying positive, I was just, I tried to stay positive uh, and speak positive because I knew me speaking negative wasn't going to help me or my children's situation, you know. And so, you know, when you come home one day, one time I was example, I, I was moving out of these apartments. So at the time in my kids' room, they had, and this was back in the day because remember, my kids are grown, grown, right? And so, you know, you, you had the, the console that you put the, you can build it yourself, right? Because I think I'm, I had my uncle to build it and you put the little TV in there. But anyway, it blocks the wall and so I was very when it came time when my kids get along you don't touch each other we didn't deal with the fighting each other you know how siblings do whatever so this one time I got to it was time to move and so it was time for them to move that piece when they moved that piece I was like well, how I get a hole in the wall why is there a hole and so my younger son he told on the older two, oh, well they got into it one day while you <laughs> at work or whatever and so I was like you know I could have used that time and this was probably a year you know from the time we moved and so of course I had them about the putty so they can put it together so we get charged for it right and so um I could have chose that time to be going the negative but that wasn't a time so you know it's like okay here's what we're gonna do so when you stay positive you can think clear you can think about the solution versus the problem because the problem is a fact it's a hole in the wall <laughs> and we're moving right but what is the solution so the solution was to also to have them to learn a lesson you know because we had to put it together you know so it wouldn't be a hole in the wall and so one thing about being positive um is it, it positivity does a lot does a lot for your mind it reduces stress it reduces you know pain it re it's, it's a whole study on it it reduces you know symptoms it reduces you know it helps you to actually sleep um better it does a lot for you mentally it does a lot for your health so why choose the negative when the positive has such great results Y'all, that was, I like that. Why choose the negative when the positive can yield such great results? Now, before we go, tell us where we can find you and follow you. 
Absolutely. I'm on all social medias as Colette T. Connor, even Colette Connor. You can uh, actually uh, see my social medias mostly on Facebook and Instagram, tapping into TikTok. So on the Pivot to Power, then you can find me. I just started uh, on TikTok. And so I am just looking for God to do amazing things and pivot to the power that's, you know, within me and I can share that so other single moms can tap into what God has already put within them. I love it. I'm all here for it. Now, thank you guys for tuning in to Let's Talk Life Excel on Mixed Talk Media. Now, you can catch me every Saturday at 1 o'clock Central Standard Time at www.mixedtalkmedia.org. Also, shout out to Fluent Radio. We are live in Chicago every Saturday at 1 o'clock as well. Bye, y'all.